Welcome to the Chop and Beef Show, Week Two, College Football Debauchery Edition. I am your host, Casey the Beef Cregan. Joined tonight by our cast of cronies, JJ, Jeff, Justin, coming to us from Tampa, Florida, and Zach Locks Parker coming to us from Savannah. This is Chop and Beef Show, College Football Debauchery, Week Two. On this week's episode of College Football Debauchery, we're going to do give you a quick recap of Week One. It's kind of the goings ons as to what happened in Week One of, of a rather eventful college football entry into the college football season. And we're going to do a little segment that I like to call overreaction. Hopefully, we keep that one around. We're going to overreact to something that happened in the college football world this weekend. Each of us with a little bit of something different. Rai Rai makes his first jaunt back into mom's basement with a boo of the week his first of the season may or may not get into story time with uncle beef and we'll do some of Locke's picks for the week he did pretty well last week at five and one and we'll talk about week two storylines and it's of course the banter of the boys enjoy the show we'll be with you shortly here we go oh. Pokemon in the house. <laughs> oh my god! Pokemon is in the house, and we're back at week two college football debauchery. What's up, fellas? How's everybody doing? We're doing fantastic. We're here. Hey, hey fellas, how are we? Good, jo- good. Joined again by JJ in Tampa and Locks down there in Savannah. Locks, you get out there okay, unscathed with the hurricane? Yeah, it was more like a uh, mild, weak thunderstorm without the thunder or the storm. Uh, it was all a big overreaction, but we're all happy to be safe. Well, that's very true, and thank God. I don't know. Thankfully, we're not the Bahamas, but you know, thoughts and prayers go out to them, T's and P's, which mean like a lot like that in uh, down there in Bahamas, because it just kind of seemed like it just lingered right there for two days. And good Lord, the infrastructure <laughs> can't handle that. Not many can, that's but bad girlfriend. I, yeah, had, I talked to a guy lingered. today in Miami. <laughs> That said that he's they had worse uh, thunderstorms during the summer than he did this week too. So, yeah, I, I agree. We had a half inch of rain. I can get that in fifteen minutes here in, the, in a summer thunderstorm. Yeah. So, well, good. Enough about the weather. Who cares about that? You know. Let's talk to what's going on week one. Let's do a quick recap of week one. It was a lot. I know. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, I got my cup. That here. was my recap of week one. <laughs> <laughs> JJ giving us, uh, we got, we got the, we are afforded video, so we get to see each other, even though we're from all three different parts of the East Coast, and so we get to see JJ's blue can. Lots of blue cans on Thursday. Uh, lots of Pepsi product. Yeah, yeah, lots of Pepsi product. So I took my first sip out of my cup as well. Too bad tonight, <laughs> it's water. Uh, so crazy games coming out of the week one, you know, I know when locks and I were talking to kind of offline about how boring the first couple weeks were, and we even talked about it a little bit last week, week one kind of delivered in some of these games. Wouldn't you say? I absolutely would say. Yeah. I'd agree too. I I was surprised by some of the games that were unexpected and were even on TV. Like the one that was really overshadowed was the Iowa state Northern Iowa game. Did you guys catch any of that? It was actually on TV. Was like three overtimes. It was a great yeah. game. It was great. It really was. I good. think. Uh, I now I know no one was surprised, but Tennessee showing up was solid. <laughs> solid against Georgia State at home. I mean, uh, how much did they pay Georgia State to come up there and whip their ass? Nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Out. That fifty thousand for a good party was well worth it. <laughs> The 900s go into the athletic department. The 50,000s go into a party. Yeah, there was those memes and gifs and gifs or whatever the hell they're called all week showing that the guy getting out of the car with the top hat and it said the Georgia State athletic director going to collect his or going to cash his $950,000 paycheck. What a game, though. Did you guys watch that at all? I I cut it on late and I said cut it on for you, Savannah (laughs) folks. But I cut it on late. We don't know what you they were absolutely manhandling that team from the SEC. It, I, w- I was like you. I was flipping channels and caught on late and said, oh, yeah, this is a close game. And it's like, oh, oh wow. 
There wow. were pancake blocks. There were uh, receivers running wide open. It was like, okay, Tennessee's back in the game. Okay, they're tied. This is over now. And yeah. Georgia State took the ball and went right back up and down the field, scored again. I was like, holy crap. What yeah. the heck is going on? It was awesome to see. Complete implosion by the bottom half of the SEC, right? Oh, geez. Complete. Hey, let's say let's say you are from the state of Tennessee, and the best team in the state is Memphis. Yes, and it's yeah. not close. No, not even close. Yeah. No, they manhandled Ole Miss. They weren't even in the game the whole time. I mean, Yo, your Chattanooga mocks might be better than the Volunteers. <laughs> That's so awful. Oh, it really God. is awful. When do you lose your blue blood status? You know, Tennessee being that blue bloods in the '90s it, with Peyton Manning and T. Martin gone. and winning the national—it's gone, right? Revoked. <laughs> I think losing oh. a game like that, they have to be. Don't come they, back. They lost two players yesterday. This quit or selectively got kicked off the team. Are you serious? <laughs> I didn't hear that one. I missed yeah. that. Two players uh, left the team. <laughs> they realized it was a physical game. Said, "No, not for me, coach. Not for me." Sinking ship. I saw it too. And one of the funny things, kind of a caveat that I saw before the season, they were you know, people are always talking about who's going to replace Saban, and Jeremy Pruitt is like her, his name's at the top of the list, and. Now you lose to Georgia State. How quickly does that seat not only go away, but it's got to get a little warm for him there in Tennessee. How, yeah. how quick did his name get erased off the eraser board for <laughs> after on the save? It's like, no, no. Yeah. Louisiana Lafayette was a long time ago. No longer acceptable. That was 09, I think. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful day. So uh, going along those same lines of the SEC, we were talking about Tennessee. How about Missouri losing to, sorry, Missouri losing (laughs) to uh, Wyoming? Wyoming. But our boy KB too. Is is Wyoming a bad team? I don't know. No, they're not a bad team. They're they're actually pretty decent. Yeah. But Uh, that kid Josh Allen from uh, the place the Bills now came from there. There we go. Really good. He was really good there. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. And they are. They're in that Mountain West. They're at that ten thirty game slot that you're not missing that you're not catching at all. You're well asleep by then. <laughs> yeah. But they would play against the teams like Nevada and UNLV and Fresno State. And yeah, Fresno State, Boise out there in and they're putting up numbers and yeah, so is it a bad loss? Sure, because you're Missouri and you're in the SEC East and your quarterback put up four hundred yards and ran the ball well and you couldn't stop anybody. So it was yeah. a bad loss, but it's. I love that man. I love that so much. Those those losses like that, and even mm-hmm. South Carolina losing to North Carolina. That's more personal, well, but no one no one looks at those aren't SEC teams. Those are SEC practice teams, right? You know, yeah. You know, it's and, like, oh, hey, hey, guys, we got Vandy this week. Woohoo! It's a break. Now it seems that way, doesn't it? It does seem that way, and I. North Carolina with Mac Brown coming in his first year, you're like, what are they going to get? They have a true freshman quarterback who's relatively highly touted, but what are they? What are they really truly expecting from their season? They had three win, two wins last year. Are they expecting what four, five, maybe? And really, not that much talent. And then once South Carolina got Tavian Feaster, the transfer running back from Clemson, they their fan base went through the roof as to expectations. They went from six wins maybe to ten, nine, ten. You know, battling Georgia. Well, I, I think that went out the window. Now you can pencil in two wins, two, and that's, that's once cupcakes. this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, who's this weekend? Charleston uh, Southern. Yeah, something. Well, it's 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 cliff biter. It's a cliff nailer. Who knows? You know, a cliff, a cliff nailer. Let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, you know, that. Was that a movie? I'm, I'm lost. It. Uh, I am just. I had a stroke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of strokes, some some team <laughs> some team altering injuries this week happened, and both of the USC's uh, Southern Cal lost their quarterback, and South Carolina lost their quarterback, and yep. Alabama before last week lost their starting linebacker, their quarterback on defense, Dylan Moses. So. That, what does that do for a season? What What do you guys think that does for a team? You're losing a, a leader. South Carolina lost Jake Bentley, their quarterback. They're going to start a 
redshirt freshman Holinsky, or is he a true freshman? Yeah. Redshirt freshman. Um, but they're, you know, everyone's favorite player is the backup quarterback. So South Carolina fan base has been wanting this kid to start for years. And <laughs> them losing and then um, mysteriously Jake Bentley broke his foot. Although if you watch the game, he was walking just fine. He was so. walking, right? I thought so. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it means uh, that Coach Helton's going to be having the moving vans back up at the end of the year. Before. Yeah. yeah. They're starting a true freshman, too. They are. Yeah. They are. I'll tell you what it did, too. Uh, USC was favored in that game coming up this week versus Stanford, and now suddenly Stanford's favored. It swung three and a half points. But their quarterback's I, I gone, too, right? Else. Concussion? Stanford? Yeah. But their backup has experience, I okay. think. So, um, and, and Stanford is going to run the ball. They're going to run. They do. That's the what whole they damn do. time. Yep. 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 Running back, you. Yes, sir. And yep. last thing for week one recap before we move forward a little bit, the Big Ten, man. what, what Are they pissed that none of their teams have made the playoff the last couple of years? they got to throw an 80 spot up on everybody that they're playing? <laughs> Seriously. Penn Go State, turf. Maryland, Ohio State put a put a couple of big numbers up. Um who else? There was I was Iowa one of the one. It was just holy yeah, crap. Seventy four, something like that. If you and didn't score I, seventy, are you out of the conference? Like, what's going on there? Well, I, I thought st- the Big Big Ten didn't have offense. They don't. I mean, I seriously didn't see this until like yesterday, because I didn't watch any Big Ten football. It wasn't on my TV. I couldn't find it. I didn't care to look for it either. You know, it's just like whatever. Penn State looked like it had an offense against Idaho. And, yeah, and they're going to do it again this week. They Penn State's got yeah. another um, cupcake. Yeah, they're somewhere on my sheet here. I can't find them, of course, when I need them. But they're playing Buffalo. Well, not necessarily a cupcake. Khalil Mack came from Buffalo, but yeah. it's not Michigan or Michigan State. No, it's not in the yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not even the whack or Mac or whatever the hell. Whatever. A Miak, yeah. you know, for yeah, all we yeah, care. Canisius, you know. Quinnipiac. <laughs> Great hockey team. They are. They almost won it last Great year. Great hockey organization. It is. Well, and speaking of... Political polls. What? Speaking of, what? What did you say? Vertical They're, polls? Yeah, political polls. Watch oh, your political poll. polls. I thought we were talking about strip clubs all of a sudden. It we almost, are. It almost took a... I'm ready to go one for Monday night or Thursday, <laughs> Thursday night. night. They're probably giving yeah, deals down there in Tampa. The penthouse is offering free dinners tonight with football. Nice. One of the best steakhouses yeah. in Tampa. It really is. Yes, sir. <laughs> From what I hear. So let's get the show over with. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's push forward. Push on forward. We're at number three on my list. We're going to overreactions of week one. This is my, one of my favorite things. And, and I was talking to my buddy Chris Jackson in, in uh, where is he, Texas. I'm a name dropper. And we were talking about overreactions, and it's something that he's going to come on the show, one of these midweek things, pretty soon here, talk about the Big 12. But my overreaction for the week, I want to do it every week, but I'm going to overreact about Jalen Hurts being the best quarterback in the country. That's I'm staying it right now. He's going to be this year's Lox's Will Greer. He is the beefs. Jalen Hurts. He's the best quarterback in the country. <laughs> He's solid. Prove me wrong. I'd like him more if he had his hair back. I mean, I, I can't even look at him now. I, I miss the old hair. Like mm. Someone who doesn't have any damn hair. You're being awful prejudiced by hair. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I'm a hat. It was funny. We were, watching, <laughs> we were watching Oklahoma play, and my wife was sitting next to me, and she's like, what's that on the back of his head? I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, he had He had something, like, shaved into the back of his head, so when he took his helmet off, he had yeah. that, like, you know, flat top fade yeah. or whatever they call. And then he had in the back of his head something shaved. I couldn't tell if it was a design or something. But I'm like, he used to have dreads. And she's like, oh, I think I'd like the dreads better. See? Yeah. 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 So you and you got, you got Beef. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm putting them in beeswax this week. We're going to tie him up. Hey, did you see his uh, after game speech about him not being happy and all that kind of stuff? Holy smack. He might, he might give he might give Oklahoma a new attitude. He's getting that straight from Nick Saban. He's that's well, totally. Yeah. I mean, you know, we got to do better. He accounted for five touchdowns. Give <laughs> him in the air. I don't know how many yards rushing he had himself too. It was he uh, set records. Had, what, defense gave up thirty five again. <clears throat> yeah, you and know, they were better. 
They yeah, were. Yeah. You know, that was literally a conversation I was having the other day. My buddy down there is a, actually an OU season ticket holder. And so I was like, they were actually better, but then they still put up 35. It's like, what? I don't know. They were flying to the ball early. Maybe they yeah. just put a game out of reach and then they just don't worry about it anymore. Or or their offense scores too quickly and they're just exhausted being on the field the whole time. Could be. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy jeez, we've been on this field for 40 minutes. He looked like the most accurate passer in the country this week, but – for some reason, those daggum teams, those receivers run wide open. I don't know what it is. I was trying to figure it out the other night. I'm like watching it. I'm like, they're wide flipping open. It's like their defensive backs are all like four foot seven and are the slowest guys in the field. As for any team in the Big 12, they're always, like you're saying, they run crossing routes, it yeah. seems like, and they're always getting hit right in stride. And going for like twenty six yards every single pass. They're wide. Yeah, but you know, and watching the playoffs, you'll get some team that's yeah. physical mm-hmm. and can pop them in the mouth, and that's, down they go. Down they go. Yeah. And that's yep. how I watched this weekend too. I was watching like, oh man, and you know, you know me, I'm Clemson homer, but no. I'm like, does Clemson beat no. them? I don't we know. have to play. It's week that's one for true. God's sake. Do you, want, do you want to have the Heisman watch also? Yeah, Heisman can we do that? I didn't have that on my list. We always did. Jalen Hurts, number one in the Heisman watch. By far. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to run away with it. By far. Right now, can you just give him the dang him award. Yeah. Why not? Why do it in December when you can do it? What day are we at? September 5th. Probably yeah, get just as many votes from the old guys. They're all <laughs> Oklahoma people now anyway, so you know he's going to win the dang vote. Why do I keep saying daggum? What the hell's wrong with me tonight? I don't know. Bobby Bowden. There you That's go. Right. St. Bobby. Bobby's coming into your lid. What do you Dagger? guys have for overreactions? Can you give me one off the top of your head? Because I know you, neither one of you did any research on this. Uh, that, week, <laughs> that week one lasted five days. That's good Good work there. That Solid. was, uh, And we had to watch that awful Notre Dame team on Monday night. Oh, here we go. What? They weren't awful. Uh, really? Did you see that defense? Jesus. I didn't even watch. I was I was over it by the time that came around. Ugh. I did chuckle when I saw 14-14 and thought of you. Did you really? What'd you think about? <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the about, truth. <laughs> about, you that, about, about you burning that cat on your head right now? <laughs> oh, guys, you got to turn on the TV and watch what... Uh, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are wearing for tonight's game. Jamie Christmas. It's so, horrible. speaking of Chris Collinsworth, and this is actually a true segue. Um, you no know oh, And I guess we'll move on because you didn't do any homework. Um, I know I gave you this at <laughs> 5 o'clock and it's 7 o'clock, so it's fine. But Chris Collinsworth's kid is one of the guys on ACC Network now. Did you know that? So, people like despise Collinsworth. Now his son's going to be there as well. Yeah, but his son was overinflated at ESPN last year with that goofy shit he used to do i didn't even know i've never even seen him i walked by the the booth that they had set up in the end zone at clemson last thursday night and i saw mark rick there and then i saw eric mcclain who was at clemson then i saw ej manuel who's the quarterback at florida state and then there was his other pretty boy and i'm like who's the pretty boy and come to find out it was chris collinsworth's kid was, was okay. I with you? what's that was i with you no no <laughs> okay on a date no, he was at the game with me though. In, in uh, no. so it was a in, in physical That's appearance. That's awesome. That's awesome. Stay in the same hotel. We stayed at the same house. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Any spooning? Yeah, no, you're on the same floor. I was in a bed. I was in a bed with our Rutgers fan. Because Locks always sleeps in the fetal position, so it's kind of like automatic. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Not that I know. That is a true story. You know what else is a true story? <laughs> Rai Rai's back this week with his boo of the week. Oh, yeah. Rai, yeah. Yeah, he's back this week. He's going to do a little boo for us. And uh, we'll listen to it here, and we'll come back on the other side with some more useless banter. Okay. Say bye, JJ. Bye, JJ.
choo-choo choose me? I love it. Uh, you can put me on record with that. You want to go steady? stranger it's september which means it's college football time and more importantly boo season that's right with the first full week of college football in the rearview mirror we have to pick 2019's inaugural boo of the week boo of the week is brought to you by the good folks at jeff's mad hatter need to sell some hats to pay for your game day booze that's booze with a z like jim beam apple go to jeff's mad hatter to trade your lids for liquor back to our segment for the first Boo of the Week of the season, we head down to Lynchburg, Virginia. Our Boo of the Week is Liberty University head coach Hugh Freeze. Wait, what? Yes, Hugh Freeze. No, he's not a villain from that one George Clooney Batman movie. He really is a football coach. He's so dedicated to his craft and so beloved as the Flames. Yes, Freeze coaches a team called the Flames that he coached the first week of the season from a hospital bed. You heard that right. Liberty put a hospital bed in a former broadcast booth and chopped down a wall so he could communicate with his fellow coaches from a hospital bed. And don't forget, Freeze used to coach in the old SEC where he got canned after several transgressions, including using his work phone repeatedly to order escorts, allegedly. JJ does this every Friday with no penalty. So wooed. But I digress. For surviving a staph infection surgery and coaching from a hospital bed, Hugh Freeze is our Boo of the Week. Sure. So Rai Rai comes into this week kind of surprise pick a boo of the week with Hugh Freeze from Liberty. That was really that was really damn funny. The it most was. sex I ever had in one weekend was Liberty University. Here we go. It's oh. true. That's a true story. <laughs> That's a true story. Locks, I don't know if you have if you have any knowledge of Liberty University, but Jerry Falwell, who's a very religious person, he wants to like basically create his a cult. I mean, uh, a sect of uh, Christianity that um, he has. Yeah. There's a great book out there that I read. It's called An Unlikely Disciple. It's about a kid's semester at Liberty. It's fantastic read if you ever Filled get a chance. Filled with sex and drugs and booze. <laughs> no, not, not in well, God's they did weekend at Liberty University with sex and drugs and booze. Jesus. It's so true. It's I'm weak. telling you, the women get crazy. They do. They do get crazy. Uh, I don't know. I've never been there, but it's in Virginia, so. It, it, was, it was like walking into a women's prison with a handful of pardons. It was like, holy crap. Wow. <laughs> That's aggressive. <laughs> That's accurate. That is aggressive nature, aggressive behavior. That is not. Aggressive. So the Me Too movement's coming your way pretty soon. They were all willing. They were all willing. <laughs> Let's move forward. We got to get locks to sleep here tonight. I love Liberty University. And on, on that note, we'll go into locks picks of the week. This week, it's sponsored by I don't know. We don't have a sponsor. Again, uh, yeah. Pan Am. I liked I liked Rai sponsor with you know JJ's hat. Yeah, Jim had Hatters. That was all right. Yeah. How about brand of airlines? Enron. Any one of those, I'm I'm willing Benigans. to take offers. You know? I could use the money, Christo. 
Yeah, that is so good. Those were awesome. Dunk yeah, that, like, dunk that fried heart attack right into a big bowl of jelly. Oh, yes. oh God! You look like you already had five or six already. <laughs> I do right now. That's a true statement. <laughs> Hold on, let me pick my chin up. Um, no. One of them. So last week, Locks, you ended up at five and one. Yeah, that's a heck of a start. I agree. I uh, I'll take it, man. I, uh, I thought it was a little dicey to start with when I picked them, but uh, yeah, came up good except for that stupid South Carolina game. We won't get into that. We don't have to deal with them. But I I will tell you, five and one elementary math. That's eighty three percent. Yep. Paying the mortgage quick. Starting yeah. high, going downhill on roller skates from here, buddy. Hey, I mean, uh, you know, okay. it's, you, I, I know from experience, if you get a 1.71 GPA and then get 3.0s throughout, it doesn't move up much. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that 2.41 was a lot of good work over the course of five years. That was an effort. <laughs> 1.71 was definitely an effort. There's no question about that. I can see why your parents are so proud. Yeah, my pop said if it happens a second time, there won't be a third. So guess what? It didn't happen a second time. And then I went to uh, in-state, uh, yeah, in-state residency, and they didn't get the report card again. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey Lux, what did your parents say to you when you went off to college? I just, kind of the same thing, but I didn't get the second chance type of thing. It was like, just don't screw this up. So, oh, I remember I my still, dad. I still almost did, by the way. We tried. I know, we my tried dad hard. Said, Get out. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks, Pop. Yeah. Yeah. Five year plan. That was motivation. Yeah, I realized <laughs> it was time to go when everyone started leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, we're, this isn't normal everyday life. Like, people actually have to move on with their lives. And it would Why really hit home when Mark's got a job. And I'm like, what? Wait, <laughs> you're moving out. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> we don't have that drunk and stupid. No to go semester. through. I stayed another semester, another year with Mark. True story. Sayer. I was like, no, I'm not leaving. Everyone else, uh, come see me. That's how about fantastic. The, how about the uh, graduation dinner? That that there, there was no gra- actual graduation, but we went to graduation dinner. Remember that? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank God yours truly finally did finish his master's program, so no, we're good. They're all proud of you. Uh, yep. Well, you pop out a kid, then they become proud of you, you know? Yeah. All right, so anyway, popping out kids, popping out strippers. What else, what else are we doing here this week? Locks picks of the week. We got five games, five and one this week. Holy crap. He's Let's do it. This guy, literally, I say it every week, started as a flipping joke, and now he's taking himself too seriously. That's right. (laughs) And he's actually winning. So, which is why he's got new followers. What was the guy's name this week? Merry Christmas. This week. (laughs) No, no, no. This is a true story. Like so, last last week we we're talking about like you know worldwide. Yeah. Now I'm like just I'm in out outer space. This guy's name is Milky Way. <laughs> Milky oh, Way, dude. That's right, Milky Way. That's Milky Way. <laughs> Locks is universal, so people. Locks is universal. I really need people to start listening to this damn show because they would make some money. I mean, this is ridiculous. Last year, over 70%, almost 70%. This year, already starting off 83% and took some chances in week one. I mean, I thought the lock of the week would have been South Carolina. When you lose. So did the rest of the country. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to start where we don't want to start, and I hate this pick that you did, but we're going to start in Clemson this weekend, number 12. Texas A&M travels to Clemson. Clemson's 17.5-point favorites. What do you think? So we got a nice one here, boys, right? There's, you know, again, we, we're going right back to it. Two tough weeks of trying to find five games to pick. Uh, this one was an obvious one, plus the college game day, uh, LSU, Texas. So that's two I'm picking. But let's start with this one. Uh, this is going to be a serious matchup. If you remember last year, Clemson escaped just a two-point two victory down in Texas A&M. Uh, 
you know, Jimbo Fisher, Dabo, they got this little thing going on ever since Jimbo was at Florida State. Uh, two good coaches, a couple good quarterbacks. Everybody kind of overlooks Kellen Mond uh, down in Texas A&M. He's a, he's a pretty good player, man. I don't know if you guys have uh, followed him the past couple of years. Pretty good stats. But I think uh, A&M, they're really kind of thinking that Clemson's defensive backfield is the weakness. So we'll see if they really try and uh, – expose that but i'm sure uh coach venables for uh the defensive coach at clemson he'll have the guys ready they'll be all fired up for this one it, the whole place is going to be riled up uh i i think clemson's offense just after seeing them live in person last week it's just too much to handle you know i i think this is going to be one of those get out to a nice early lead three scores maybe even four but the second half, I think, is going to be a little bit different, and they might expose the defense a little bit. That's why I still got Clemson winning the game, but they're not going to cover that point spread. It's going to be hold on for dear life right here. So you're going to pick an A&M. Well, on, on this, we have 17.5, so you're picking A&M to cover that 17.5. You got it. Right on. All right. Hey, All right. Fine bomb would pick Jimbo any day. Yes, yeah. he said. He yeah. did say that. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of trash talk. We'll get into that in the next segment, but uh, – Next game, like you said previous, LSU is traveling to Texas and kind of probably the marquee matchup of the weekend on paper anyway. Number, what is it, number six, LSU, number nine, Texas. It's a yeah. six-point favorite for the road. Yep, road, LSU on the road down in Texas. Yeah, this is, a, this is a big game. This is a big boy game. We got some defenses right here. Oh. Hey, all right, all right, all right. We got Matthew McConaughey. He was counted as the uh, celebrity guest picker, boys. Yeah. 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 That'll, that'll get my wife to tune in for the uh, that little segment there. Nice. Uh, you know, how about this? So, Alabama, why don't they tune into this game? This is how you actually schedule an out-of-conference game right here early in the season, right? I mean, what a joke. They, they, they just do class week. Give me a break, you know? Solid I think Texas has some serious upside. I really do. They are uh, they're a, they're a team on the come up. They're coming back. Their quarterback is playing really well. Last year they looked pretty good. They're kind of a weird team to figure out for me last year, but uh, they really started to pull it together. And and this year they have big big expectations. But I got LSU winning this game and covering the spread. Ooh. I think LSU has kind of gotten overshadowed by Bama recently. Um, but they're just talented. I mean, you know, all their uh, their recruiting has just been insane lately. You know, so they're, they're pulling it, pulling it together. And, and Coach O, I mean, how can we forget him, right? No, we can never we can never count out a Coach O. Never count out Coach O. Should be some nice sound bites out this one. At least at least before the game at half. Friend of the show. He is true story. So LSU covering that six oh, point, <laughs> covering that six points on the road at Texas. Looking forward to that one. But moving forward to, we mentioned this one, this game earlier. We're going to go out west a little bit. Stanford at Southern California. USC is a one-point favorite, virtually a, a pick em. Not anymore. That actually changed. Stanford now two-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Ooh. You did say yeah, that. Yeah, that just happened today. That just happened today. So. That's a huge swing. It, well, it kind of is, really. I mean, it's still pretty much a pick em, but being that uh, Stanford is the uh, the road team, you know, coming into USC. So, I like I said, the line just changed. The quarterback from USC is hurt, got a freshman coming in. Uh, Stanford wasn't thoroughly impressive in week one. I don't know if you saw that versus Northwestern. Or, you know, Northwestern might be a decent team, too. But I don't know. It's still too early. But Northwestern uh, always shows. Well, Northwestern, I think, is going to be a good team coming up soon. But uh, maybe this just isn't their, their year to start. So uh, I'm giving the edge to Stanford here. Uh, I saw something, too. Stanford's actually won four past six meetings here. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take Stanford in the points. So they'll cover the two and a half. Another road favorite that you're going with. That's awesome. Awesome. Yep. So those are the first three. Then we're going to go to... I know why you picked this game because of the way I talked up Army, but Army at Michigan, 22.5 points. Michigan's the favorite here. Yeah, this is okay. Now we're starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel here, trying to find <laughs> something to pick here. 22.5, uh, big number, but, you know, I, I didn't really want to pick it, but, you know, kind of run out of options. The line is pretty high. Army's a pretty decent team. I, I, don't, I look back at their 
past few games in the last year. Hell, the bowl game that they played against Houston, they hung 70 on them. Uh, which yeah. is crazy. With that <laughs> offense. With that offense, yes. And we, we all know what that offense is. It's not a whole lot of uh, creativity going on there. So, um, you know, they got a lot of upside. It, they should have a, a nice season. They may even end up ranked at the, at the end of the year, which would be which would be huge, you know. But um, I, you know, I'm sure when when Michigan scheduled this game a while ago, they're like, yeah, let's just pick a service academy like a lot of teams like Notre Dame does all the time. Uh, <laughs> there's a little shot at the bow there for, for JJ. But, you know, I think Michigan, they're at home in the big house. I got Michigan still as my dark horse to uh, get in the playoffs with their schedule the way it's lined up. I think they're going to win the game. But, again, uh, Army, they can score. They can score in this, and they won't uh, – they won't let Michigan cover that spread at 22 and a half. Nice, nice pick. Ooh, I, don't... I like that. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like the on. Army game last year. They gave Oklahoma all they could handle. They did. You yep. ain't a kid, and they did. That's why. It's um, Oklahoma, wasn't it? It was, absolutely. They're, yeah. not, they're not going to West Point to, to play. That's for certain. Yeah. <laughs> Although every team should. They should go to the service academy and play. I heard that's actually an incredible area. For, it's unreal. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's right on, right on yeah. the uh, Hudson River, too. It's beautiful. And finally, we'll go to scraping the bottom, bottom of the barrel. Uh, Miami is a four-and-a-half-point favorite at North Carolina. Those same Tar Heels that beat South Carolina upset them this past week. Who you got here? Oh, God. I mean, who would have thought that North Carolina was going to win that game? It still is killing me. Again, last year they had two wins. Just they're not that good. I mean, freshman quarterback. Did you see the Did you see the coach? Did you see him afterwards, <laughs> background dancing? What? Like he was having a stroke. <laughs> it, it did look like it. He was getting after it, though. It wasn't just like a couple moves either. The guy went out for like seven minutes straight. So, you know, they, they did put in the victory last week. It is at North Carolina, but I think Miami is a more complete team. Uh, they're still probably a little bit pissed that they missed their opportunity versus Florida. Uh, I look for them to come back, bounce back here, and, and Miami will win and cover this four-and-a-half-point spread. All right. Ooh. That's a good pick Ooh. there. So let me recap for you for, for our audience to make a little bit of money this week. A, he's, Locks Allegedly. Lox has A&M covering 17-and-a-half points. He's got LSU, a road favorite, covering that. Or no, not covering that. What you? Yeah, you picked LSU to cover that. I spread. LSU covering it. Yep. And then you picked Stanford, two and a half point, a road fav- a road favorite. Yeah, two and a half points. He's got Army covering as well. Yep. And Miami to cover four and a half points. You showed me a. a a really neat quote here, stat, I guess we should say, from ESPN. Share that with us. Yeah, uh, this was a really interesting one. I, I meant to bring it up last week, too. It said, uh, in the in the last five years, Nevada sportsbooks have won more money on football bets in the month of just the month of September, $190.3 million, than they have won in both October and November combined, which was only $190.1 million. I wonder why that is. I would have thought that would have been reversed. I agree, too. I, I, I really Because you're, you're, you're the, the upsets or, you know, everyone's not really prepared for week one. Yes. You know, don't come out as. I, I think the biggest know, build thing. Build the team up over the year. I really thought that would have been reversed. Yeah, I, I did, too, at first. But I, I read a little more into it. And through the article, it said the biggest thing is that everybody's so hungry for football to be back. So you get a lot of, like, first-time betters. Or only time I'm going to bet this year betters in in they're going to take like one week one week two one of these big matchups and maybe it's the college they went to type of thing and they're going to put a bunch of money down on it and they have no clue what they're doing so that's yeah, pretty pretty crazy stat though really if you think about it absolutely and I'm with JJ on that too where I thought it would be opposite as well because Vegas always seems to catch up. So those first couple weeks, they don't really have a true feel of these teams. So that's a really interesting stat and something that kind of put to bed our fake narrative, I guess. Yeah, what? What are you saying? I don't know. All right. You got text messages? You can't turn your ringer off? Yeah, you know, I got people. You can't turn your ringer off for five flipping minutes? 
No, I can't. It's off now, okay? Quit your bitch. All right, guy. Love you. Just, just take it easy. Let's right? let's put week one to bed. Week two, we got Lox's picks. We're going to go into week two storylines and maybe some big games. I know we spoke previous about not having exactly big games. Maybe that LSU-Texas game on paper looks good. That Texas A&M looks good versus Clemson. One thing, I, I, I've gotten a lot of – I don't know. Um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I've seen a lot of this week is A&M talking a lot of trash and, or bulletin board material, not necessarily talking trash. They had a lineman that's saying that he's guaranteeing a victory, more or less. He didn't say, I guarantee a victory, but he said they're going to win. Then there was a receiver who said they're going to take advantage of the defensive backs at Clemson. They see weakness there. Um, you know, one little interesting storyline is – a&M has a kid who's a sophomore. His name's Cordarian Richardson, who was signed or he was verbally committed to Clemson. He is the last of quote-unquote true decommitment from Clemson. Clemson kind of dropped their commitment on him because he had he had some issue with maybe – I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to get into that on don't airwaves. But he had an issue apparently, and they, they mutually decided to uh, release each other. But I say that to say – Clemson got Travis Etienne because of it, so uh, it's a good trade-off. But he, that Cordarian Richardson's now a redshirt sophomore at Texas A&M. I think it's his third school. Uh, but what do you think about this trash talk and stuff? This bulletin board material does it actually translate to the field? It it really surprised me because you usually see this coming from like say a defensive back or a wide receiver. Well, you know, wide receiver did say something, but just being off. Linemen, offensive linemen normally a don't get interviewed. B don't ever say squat when they do get interviewed. And this guy comes out and says, "Yep, but they're ripe for a uh, upset. I'm going to guarantee an upset type of thing." I mean, if you're his head coach, are you not ready to just to just kill him? I mean, is he going to yeah. run 500 laps the next day? Or I mean, how does that work? I, I, why give him any bulletin board material, especially I, away game? I don't, I don't care who the player is. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't want my players to get bulletin board material. Yeah. Shut well, yeah. up. The yes. ironic thing to it, too, is that Jimbo came out and he's basically been verbally filleting uh, Dabo Sweeney and Clemson and the fan base and how classy the fan base is and, like, the exact opposite. Like, oh, we're going to have to play our best game. You know, he's pulling, like, the saving. We're going to have to be really prepared in order to beat this to such a great team program. And it's, it's, it's funny to see somebody say that. But you know what? I kind of like it. I It works. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> no. I, I know it's against my, my team, but I kind of like the attitude. I mean, unless you're – I, I, I think even those I smaller agree. schools, I, you know, like, this is, this schools is like Georgia right State who are going into Tennessee, they're not thinking they're going to lose. That, I mean, these are college kids. It's down to 28 now, like I said. They have to have some semblance of belief. That's why a team like Clemson or a team like Tennessee needs to punch those teams in the mouth. So I hope that Clemson comes out this weekend just biasly. That's not a word, but with my bias that it works for this. I mean, who's listening? Um, but I hope they come out and punch Texas A&M in the mouth. And I can't even say A&M. Anyway, um, so that they can kind of say, you know what, We're, we are still here. We are still the national champions. We are still, you know, you got to deal with us kind of thing. So, Next week is Syracuse, which, which kind of leads into another big game this week, kind of under the radar, out, just outside the top 25. Maryland put up 1,000 points last week. Syracuse uh, won a game last week as well. So Syracuse going to Bird Stadium in Maryland should be a good game as well. Uh. Well, yeah, going into Bird Stadium is like going to a United States penitentiary. 
<laughs> That's a true statement. I went to a Clemson Maryland game there, and I got I'm ice pelted at me. About the Maryland fans, I'm complaining about the stadium. Oh. <laughs> oh man, when they were good, quote unquote good, like they, oh man, oh man, I was getting stuff, and I, I was, I think I was with my brother, and I wasn't talking at all, wasn't drinking. <laughs> uh, which is odd, and I need to put that caveat out there because I know there's times that I'm I should be the the target for ice chips and yes. bottles and stuff. This particular game, it was literally because I had Clemson on, uh, and we were losing, and I was still getting pelted with ice and and plastic cups, and I mean pelted. I'm talking pelted. Uh, so I'm not a big fan of that stadium. I'm talking about uh, first uh, Casey's first or the. The beast's only first and only abusive relationship was uh, watching TV, a Maryland Clemson game, and he decided to beat the hell out of patio furniture. <laughs> <laughs> he destroyed patio furniture. <laughs> Poor patio. Poor patty. Where is patio nowadays? Patio furniture has left the country for good. <laughs> After she got slung across an apartment sign. Oh, I tried to beat an apartment sign to oblivion. It wouldn't break. With patty. So that pissed me With off. Patty. <laughs> the patio. Uh, the patio furniture. I tried so hard and it wouldn't break. That thank God for those pa- those signs. And then I just broke this plastic. You know the plastic ones, locks. You know the ones that just are normal cheapies, the Home Depots. Yeah. I took one. I was inebriated. I was. Oh, stop it. Yeah, and there might have been a girl involved, too, and Clemson lost to Maryland, and it was just time for this chair to not have a life anymore. It's Um, a trifecta. It was a trifecta. It was the trifecta, and this poor patio furniture uh, was was slung into the road. I didn't care. Irish, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Oh, furniture. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) To the point where I woke up the next day, surprisingly, with a raging headache, and walked outside, and one of our neighbors was picking up all of these, like, minuscule, I'm talking, like, <laughs> circular pieces of this of this chair. Uh, I went out later that day when the, when the headache subsided and bought eight new patio furniture chairs. So I brought Chris. brothers and sisters because we did a f- proper funeral. Fine, fine history of Maryland football with the beef. Yeah, that was not fun at all. So... It was good. Uh, you remember that, though, Locks. We used to get beat by them all the time. Yeah, for no reason. For no like, reason. They weren't good. <laughs> Neither were we, though. No. Well, yeah. yeah. Three and eight. Three and eight, yeah. baby. We carried yeah. Tommy West off the field after a three and eight season. <laughs> Subsequently, yeah. his last. Yeah. But we beat a two and nine South Carolina team that day, so it was worthy of a carrying off the field. That's all that mattered. <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk about real quick, getting kind of back on track, but I like getting off track, is that I know, Locks, you were telling me the other day that Corso picked Utah to be in his Final Four, and it brought up a question to me. I know I know, you guys were locked in on the whole Utah pick, but after watching Week 1, and we can, this, we can even integrate this into our uh, overreaction kind of thing, but who out of the big uh, Pac-12 is worthy of a playoff spot? Outside of Utah, Oof, Washington maybe State. Washington. Not Washington, maybe State. Washington State. Beavers, go Beavers! Woo! They're horrendous. Uh, That's now, Oregon State. They're terrible. Oregon State. Yeah. <laughs> what about they, Washington? They Washington. Don't they have one of the scrap Clemson quarterbacks? Or no, uh, the scrap That's Georgia quarterback. Georgia, Washington does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got old helmet hair. What's his name? Eason. Jacob Eason. They're ranked 14th. Yeah. You know what? So. I think with Washington State, though, you never know what Mike Leach is going to do, which makes which makes him fun to watch. He is. You never know what he says either. Oh, he's he's nuts. He's brilliant. Yeah. I think I think he really is. After you kind of see some more interviews with him, he, there's a whole lot going on up in his head with just when he talks. I like, don't know this for yeah. certain, but I think he's a lawyer. It, Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> Does that surprise no anybody? Yeah, <laughs> no it wouldn't surprise me. He has, yeah, he has like a skeleton hanging up, just hanging out in his office. A, a full skeleton, a human body. Okay, skeleton. seriously, I read one of his books. He wants to be a pirate. All right, yeah. seriously. Yeah. 
He wants to be a pirate. How cool is that? He taught a class. Did you see the the, the little yeah. section that he taught yeah. a class this year? Like, in, insane. Like, on warfare and football tactics or something? He's a different yeah, tactics and warfare and football and how it, it, it contributes to life and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. destroying your enemy is always fantastic. Strange dude. Wrote a book on... Um, uh, what's the Indian? What, uh, Jeff, you probably know better. Wow, why we gotta be like that? I've got the books. Geronimo. Geronimo's the guy. Geronimo. Yeah. Yeah. Jumped off like a. And that's a like good sport. book. I actually did read it. No kidding. Really? Wow. Yeah. He's and, a different uh, dude. He's cool. It was an airport book. I read it and boom, yeah, it was done. But uh, yeah, he. You're, I think you're right. He's the nutty professor. Yeah. He's fantastic. Just get him on the show. Is Oregon done? Are they out? I think so. I don't after think that. so. Uh, no. I don't think so. No. They run the table after losing week one. I don't know about a running team the table. that might end up in the top ten. Still have, I think they do play Washington, and I think there's a Washington State game, but I had to look at schedule. But no, I don't think that. they yeah. played. They played Auburn good. They played them yeah. tough, and they had to I, travel further. That was a great game. I I did my Solid best game. to stay awake for it too, and I woke up and they were all doing the post game interviews. I was like, damn it. How about this? Is Willie Taggart done at Florida State? Man, that was awful, right? That was, like, solid, that was solid procrastination from whatever that word is from me. <laughs> they were stomping them. Football. What was it 20, 26 to 3, I think? Or it was yeah, something. It was, they had an 18-point lead. And didn't score again, maybe? I don't, oh, yeah. and by the way, they had it at home. It wasn't a neutral yeah. site yeah. game. Yeah. How many people were there? I mean, is the fan base just like distraught and giving up? I, I know there's a lot of seats to fill in that place, but it could. I think the packed. first two top rows, yeah, uh, were empty because people were jumping off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sacrifices. You know, you know. I was reading something the other day too. They're talking about how that was absolutely no question. You know, coach speaks. They say dream jobs and stuff, but that was absolutely no question Willie Taggart's dream job, and it's not working out. Yeah. Um, I don't care which way you slice it. I mean, even if they come miraculously beat Clemson or something this year, like, what is it that saves him from being there? And then where does he go? Uh, obviously, he'll he better run the on. table. He can't have an eight and four season. No, he he bounced. Where was he? He went. Was it he was Oregon? Oregon? Yeah, he was and at then, South Florida. South Florida. He was at South Western Florida. Kentucky, South Florida, and he was really good at South Florida. Then he went to Oregon for one season. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he, he he left Nike money for Florida State. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know. And they were going to match the offer. Oregon was going to match whatever Florida State offered him. Enough. And he left. I mean, he's it's like literally. The, that guy that, like, has the resume that, like, has a lot of experience but no real experience at the places he was at type of thing, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird. Well, like, you know, Western Kentucky, I think, was three years, four years. USF was three years. Yeah. Oregon was one year, yeah. you know. Not a lot of stuff. Let me ask you this. Is Florida State now kind of the – is it losing its blue blood like you were saying earlier? They were so dominant for an entire decade in one conference. I remember vividly exactly where I was in 1995 when they were when they lost their first – NCAA, <laughs> when they were, lost their first ACC. ACC game to Mike Grow, Tiki Barber, Rondé Barber, and Virginia Tech, or Virginia. I remember hey, it. I will get out the ticket. I, I was, was the- that's awesome. I was, I was that- in Rye Rye's dorm room in Clemson <laughs> watching that game. I was later in a frat house with two friends of mine we who go. were mothers and they're like oh jeff we're not going in here it's like oh yes we are <laughs> and it got a little crazy <laughs> but those stories are not for this audience did you get did you get to liberty university later on that night or what i no, i i, I was i was a good boy but i did i did take hey, a lot with the rest of the folks i say what the mothers did but i will definitely say <laughs> what uh yeah I don't remember what I, what I ate for lunch. <laughs> what? He said he doesn't remember what he ate for lunch. I'm talking about 1995, <laughs> and you're talking about being there and, and yeah, no, the I, party. I remember that game 
I was at that game. No kidding. I got the tickets. That's oh. awesome. Mike yeah. Grow, of course, Locks is going to make fun of me here, but Mike Grow is from Randolph, New Jersey. So, you know, he's he's a local boy. So we take pride in him as well. But I didn't know that what at the time. That? What high school did he go to? Randolph, Randolph High School. Randolph oh. High School. Yeah. His dad was there, too. His dad was the coach before he went, I don't know, to the New York Jets. Yeah, he was a Jets guy. Virginia no, he went coach. to Virginia, then the well, I don't know his order. I don't know what order it is. I, like, I'm like locks when it comes to you know figuring out where people were. I have Willie Taggart's up right here, and I know he was, he was a Western. He was a, he was a Parcells guy. He played one of the Parcells guys. Yeah, I'm off Will Grow. I'm off uh, whatever Al Grow already. I'm back to Willie Taggart. He, why are you off? Why are you getting on Willie Taggart? I just I'm back on him because I wanted to see where he started. He was at he was a quarterback at Western Kentucky, ninety four to ninety eight. Then he was a wide receivers coach, quarterbacks coach, offensive coordinator, assistant head coach, quarterbacks coach. Then he went to Stanford as a running backs coach for two years. Then he got the head coaching job. So I just didn't know at Western Kentucky. I just. Solid. Yeah. Uh, he's probably one of those guys that should, just should stay a coordinator. Didn't know. Um where he was beforehand, but as a of head coach, he's Florida, 52 Florida State and 58. Last year didn't help him either. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, how good? But uh, no, no, it didn't. But they still had six wins. What else you got for the week before we wrap this mess up? Was it, how good was it to see uh, the Houston coach's hair? Uh, Hol- Holgerson. Oh, God. Dana, Taylor uh, Park quality, man. <laughs> he had the visor rocking again. How, with, with how the is he like the Trailer Park Boys poster? <laughs> yeah. uh, Tonight? Wow. No, no, no. It's that. Oh, you're looking at the games for the week. We had technical difficulties because what else do we have here at the Chop and Beef Show? But I saved it after only a minor delay. Yeah, my mental delay. You were talking about, I know you guys were able to stay on the call and talk to each other because your technology doesn't stink like mine. No, no. <sighs> it was week, just us drinking beer. Yeah, this week at least it wasn't my gut that hit the thing. <laughs> <laughs> to become the serial killer beef. <laughs> The true meaning of the beef. I'll let you know where your child is at for $2 million. <laughs> yeah, I think my voice <laughs> held out this week, which is great. You know, that cold I had through the microphone. <laughs> I didn't yeah. really have a cold. No. It's just... So what else you got this week before we end this mess? Uh, week two, college football. Should be yeah. exciting. When's conference play start? Dear God. Oh, st- listen to this. Next Everyone's week. begging for it week one, and he's already bitching about week two. Oh, my God, let's get this over with. Next week. I'm telling you, man, Minnesota-Fresno State looks like a good game. Hawaii no. is going to pound the beaver. God, it only, took two, it only took two weeks before we got our first beavers joke. The, <laughs> the Rainbow Warriors are going to destroy the beaver. What? So. They're going to crush it. Crush it! Destroy it! Uh, you can't hear it, but I can. The music's playing in the background. It's time to end this. No, I don't want to leave, Dad! Oh, we, is, we, it part, is he why you get the R rating on the podcast? Do I get an R rating? Is it R? You get the rating? I wish it was. We should get an A rating for I wouldn't adults. say daggum anymore, you know? <laughs> Maybe I can't believe the fact you said daggum. I said it Missouri, like nine Missouri, times. What? Virginia, that's a good game. You all missed a lot of games. I missed a lot because I only put the top 25 on there. So, you know, I said, I, hey, I'll There's a lot of good viewing pleasure for all of us. Iowa and Rutgers. Solid. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Cornfed, boy. Uh, that's a good game. Uh, I'm Rutgers. telling you, Ohio State Cincinnati is going to be fantastic. Brutal. Utah, Northern Illinois should be a barn burner. Ugh. I can't even talk about it. Yeah, my boy Solo was was hitting you up on the Facebook page this week about Idaho. I'm not sure what he was going for, but with Penn State and Idaho now, Penn State. Yeah, what was he going with that mess? I didn't understand it exactly, nor did I ask him. Yeah, yeah, just let it go. He doesn't. Obviously, you know, 
there, there's mental issues with that conversation. We had diet vodka. No, vodka light. At, you know, vodka light. Yeah. Dude. How do you have vodka light? I don't know. We had it. Lox was there with me. Richmond versus What, what brand serves vodka light? It was like Smith's. Smith's vodka. Straight from bottle Russia. Was, oh, oh, that the bottle was fine caliber that comes in a plastic bottle. It was plastic. <laughs> it, was plastic it was big. It cost, it cost all of five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> How'd it taste? They had it in a big Gatorade cooler. They did. Aether's may be involved. Yeah, that was a It was fantastic as soon as it hit the Gatorade. It was fantastic. It was snowing. It was snowing. <laughs> it was exactly. cold. It was cold. <laughs> you, you found potato peels inside. <laughs> oh, it doesn't end the debauchery here. It continues, but we're going to end this show right now. On that note, thanks so much for listening. Milky Way, our uh, new... No, no one's going to listen to this show. Milky Way. Milky Way. I only have one piece of media in here that's electronic, and that's my phone that I'm on.